0: The League Cup will be Liverpool against Chelsea.
1: As the senior boys watch on, can you read me? <laughs> Kelleher converts! That is a belter! Kepper has failed to save any of 11, and now he must score! Heaps it high! And the ribbons are red! It's 2022
0: 20, all over again take A, and score magnificently. Jackson waiting, Nicholas Jackson for Chelsea. Nunez takes it on, oh, a sensational goal. Sterling suddenly, was always gonna happen. Cody Gakpo has scored in every round. Petrovic is the instant hero. Diaz has scored for Liverpool. And Chelsea have their noses in front. It's
1: Liverpool-Chelsea. liverpool and chelsea will meet for the third time in the Carabao cup final you can catch that match sunday at 10 a.m eastern on espn plus joining us now on morning footy to talk more about this matchup and all the other news coming out of england is our own jeff Shreves. jeff how are you doing my friend good morning or good afternoon hey for you, Ali, how are you say. i'm well how are you doing
0: yeah good good looking forward to this one on the weekend um i don't think it's straightforward at all Carabao cup there's just I think we've seen signs of resistance lately from Chelsea. They're just starting to come to the party, aren't they? With that kind of defiant draw at Manchester City, that terrific win over Aston Villa as well. So, I don't know. I'm starting to hedge my bets. Obviously, the injuries, you know, you've got to take those into account, although we're not completely sure who is available or isn't available for Liverpool on Sunday. But I just think it's... If you'd asked me about this two weeks ago, I'd have said Liverpool's standout favourites. But I just... Not just Chelsea's form and starting to come together, but do you know what? They really need it. They really need to win this. It's their best chance of getting in Europe. I think it would be way back to 2005, last time they went two seasons about winning a trophy. They've lost the last five major domestic uh, finals as well. They just need to win. It's as simple as that. Now, I know that doesn't win you the game, but got to. They really need this. Jeff, uh, you mentioned injuries. It's looking like Mohamed Salah is now doubtful. Darwin Nunez is doubtful. Obviously, Trent Alexander. There's some Diego Jota is going to be out. There's a lot of, there's a big list of uh, names. No, it's not not as big as you think, Alexis. I was listening to Pep Linder's press conference this morning. He said, Sobizlay, Salah, and Nunez, all TBC. He said, we've got one more training session, and then we'll make a decision. So I think... There is a little bit of hope there for them. Uh, but of course, what well, that's allowed as well. And it was really interesting listening to him because obviously, Pep Linders, he always does, as you know, Alexis, he does the press conferences for the Carabao, not Jurgen. And he's saying, We've actually built this season because of injuries. He's talking about the old out of adversity springs opportunities. He said, We've actually built three or four teams this season. We've had three or four. Different teams, we've had to. The youngsters have come in and done fantastically. So, he said, we don't go into this game or preparing for this game thinking about what we haven't got or, more realistically, who we haven't got. We go into it looking at what we have got and the spirit and what we saw the other night against Luton, one down. OK, it's easy to say it's Luton, the team, scrapping relegation. But what they're doing right now is they are taking on any situation, any adversity and they're dealing with it. And they really, really are on a roll. They're really on a roll right now. And no matter what is thrown at them, injury-wise, they seem to be able to handle it. Yeah, but with all those injuries, or potential injuries, or doubtful, and another training, they're still getting, you know, uh, Manchester City hot on their trail, Arsenal right there. Do you think they risk it? Do you think Liverpool risks it for this cup? You mad? (laughs) Thank you, Jeff. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, actually, you just confirmed you are mad, Alexis. Of course, they're going to go for it. When have you ever seen Jurgen Klopp not go for it? Absolutely, they'll all, go yeah. for it. You got you Yeah, you know, we we, we don't know. Could be his last. It could be his last game at Wembley. Of course, they've still got the FA Cup as Liverpool manager. Um, that, first one on the board, they're still in for the quadruple right now as well. If they can win the first major trophy of the season what a feather that will put in their cap and it also means the wind is at their backs for the remainder of the season I think they'll absolutely go for it I understand what you're saying Alexis but I just don't think it's in their DNA not to go for it Jeff, I apologise Alexis thinks we play football to play for penalties sometimes in cup competitions (laughs) but on the other hand from uh, Chelsea's point of view could you explain to us quickly how important it is for them to win this from a European standpoint of qualifying for Europe it's massive, isn't it, Nigel? Um, it, it's realistically, come on, look where they are on the table. It's realistically, I wouldn't say their best chance. I think it's their only chance of playing European football next season. And I just think that, that they know what is at stake here. Um, I don't know. I, I think as well, the, the, the thing about Chelsea right now, they were so poor earlier in the season and they were so, if you like, they were a befuddled mess, weren't they? Nobody knew what was the best team. Nobody knew the best positions. Nicholas Jackson was having a really, really torrid time in front of goal. But things just seemed to have settled down. So, and of course, you know, okay, look, 2022, that was an extraordinary final where 0-0, goes all the way to penalties. All 20 outfield players score. The goalkeeper who's brought on, Kepper, he's the only one who misses and they win the final, Liverpool. So it was, it was an absolutely crazy game. Now I would have said, you know, they've got that in the back of their minds. They want to avenge that defeat, but I think there's only three or four players left from that 2022 side. It's a completely different squad. If anything, Nigel, I think that illustrates a huge turnaround, the revolving door we've had in playing personnel at Chelsea, but they will be bang, bang up for this. They, they, they will want this. No question. Honestly, I think it's a really good final. I think it's got all the hallmarks a really decent game and, and both going for it right from the off.
1: Jeff, how would you assess Chelsea's season if they are able to win this trophy? If it seems like they're coming into form. I mean, they beat Aston Villa. They they drew City at the Etihad, um, three games unbeaten. Is is this a glimmer of hope for Pochettino in the future?
0: Yeah, I, listen, Charlie, I think if they win this, it's, it's not just a glimmer of hope. It's a massive vote of confidence from the supporters in Pochettino. It would change the atmosphere around the bridge completely because if they win this trophy, it goes there, bang, on the sideboard, right, that's European football for us next season. Now, of course, it's not the Champions League, but it means European football, which if they can put that on the board now, they can then relax... Not relax completely, of course, but they can have some confidence for the remainder of the season. I think it'd be a huge shot in the arm for Chelsea if they can land this silverware. Massive.
1: OK, Jeff, so you think uh, Liverpool are going to go for it, but they're also alive in four other competitions at the moment. So if they don't get this one, they've got a chance at other titles as well. What chance do you give them to at least win one?
0: Uh, well, you, you think, that's it. that's a really good question, Ali. And I'm not sure which one I would hang my hat on. I was listening to you talk with the guys about the Europa League and who may or may not win that that, that competition this season. And I'm thinking out loud, okay, do I discount Liverpool because of their involvement in other competitions? And do I discount them because of the Champions League? And depending where they are in the Premier League, will they prioritise? Now, arguing against myself, you say, well, they seem to have the squad that's capable of dealing with it so if these injured players are back and these youngsters have blooded themselves I think they can afford to rotate uh, so clearly here the highly paid expert is ducking the question uh, which which one do I think they've got their best chance in I'd say right now because there's only one yeah actually it's a bit of a cheat of an answer but i will say right now it's Carabao because they've only got one game to play the rest there's still <laughs> multiple games so, so right now yeah 100% why didn't I say that the first time instead of watching off? come on, mate. Jeff, can't believe you're sitting on the fence <laughs> Looks like there. we're both mad, huh? But I'll, I'll let you get away with that one, Jeff. <laughs> Got
1: to get the steam out of Alexis's ears out of the studio. Ooh. So, Jeff,
0: what do you think of the draws for the English teams in the Europa League? Obviously, Liverpool's draw and Brighton's draw. Um, what do you think about the draws? Uh, I think Liverpool will be very happy very happy. Uh, sparta Praha. I mean, they they lost to Rangers, didn't they, in their group? Um, But, again, I I find it really difficult when you look at the Europa League and you think, okay, they've won the group, so therefore they're the seeded team, their favourite. But quite a few of the teams, including Liverpool, that won their group, they lost games in the group as well. So, you have to look at the cycle of where it was in the games that they were playing and the teams that they fielded. I think Liverpool will be very happy. I think... Brighton will be delighted This is their first foray Into this competition Into Europe And they are saying You know Look We've drawn Roma here That's a fan That's a real glamour tie Isn't it A real It's a terrific tie Which I think that Their fans Their, their fans are delighted To be it anyway Of course they want to go through But Unfortunately for them As you were saying just now Daniel De Rossi Has got them going Great guns right now So it won't be easy It certainly will not be easy West Ham this completely threw me. I didn't realize they changed the rules. You can since this is the last of this draw, you can play teams who are in the same group as. Now West Ham beat Freiburg home and away in the group stages, so they're not going to hold any fear for them. However, West Ham of earlier in the season unfortunately is not the same West Ham Right now, really not the same team whatsoever. So I think it's a good draw for West Ham. In fact, I think only Rangers will be disappointed with their draw. Benfica, that's a tough, tough draw. Top of the Portuguese league. I think that'd be difficult for them. And also, I think you also look as well when you're a team, often it's not about who you do draw, it's who you don't draw. So the fact that they avoided, the three three English teams avoided Bayer Leverkusen, I think they'll be delighted with that, and perhaps one or two others.
1: Jeff, is there a, a particular match in Match Day 26 in the Premier League that you're looking forward to this weekend?
0: Yes, Arsenal against Newcastle, because it's the rerun of the hour-and-a-half VAR intervention that we had oh, at oh, St James's oh. Park in this season. You may have seen it. I think it's coming out as a Netflix series just on that one decision. <laughs> what happened? How much was spoken about it? And it just went on and on and on. And after the game, do you remember Mikel Arteta's rant um, oh, yeah. I know he was up. I know he was asked about his press conference today, and he doubled down. He said, "No, I will always wear my heart on my sleeve. I will always stand up for what I believe is right." And you know, he said, "I'm an emotional person, and this is, you know, this is me." I think Arsenal will go into this game with a, a massive feeling of that they, they really do owe well Newcastle United one. There's lots of things that went on in that game that they weren't happy with whatsoever, and I think they'll really look to exact revenge right now on form certainly in the Premier League I know they had a poor result the other night in the Champions League Arsenal on form Arsenal are the clear favourites going into the game Newcastle United lots and lots of injuries but as we've seen they can get underneath Arsenal's skin so good good. watch that one good Saturday night viewing for me
1: oh yeah going to be a good one and Arsenal going to look to bounce back from that 1-0 loss in Champions League against Porto this week Jeff thanks for the time my friend we'll chat again soon
0: my pleasure as always cheers thanks Jeff cheers.